Thursday, February 7th, 2019. You are listening to the Daily Dose Sports Podcast, and I am your host, Clint Daly, coming to you from the Mile High City here in Denver, Colorado. You know, if you are tired of the same old sports talk, wherever it is that you listen, maybe you just hear the same old arguments, maybe you are just hearing the same tired local subjects again and again and again, stick around here at the Daily Dose. You're going to like it a little bit better. We talk sports with a dose of common sense, and we'd rather just laugh at a lot of the things that we can see out there in the world of sports. Because a lot of it's actually pretty funny when you look at it that way. We are happy to have you with us today. Happy Thursday to you. We are slowly but surely making our way through this week. You know, we do have to wish a happy birthday to someone today. We need to wish a happy birthday today to one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game of basketball. No, not talking about Magic Johnson. This guy actually played more than 300 more NBA games than Magic did. No, I'm not talking about John Stockton. Our point guard averaged 14.3 points per game in his career. Stockton only averaged 13.1 per game. This player shot the ball better than Isaiah Lord Thomas, who was a pretty good scorer. He shot 45% from the field, but happy birthday to Steve Nash, who shot over 49% from the field for his career. He was born on February 7th, back in 1974. And you know, when we look at the greatest point guards of all time, we do tend to forget Steve Nash a little bit in that conversation, don't we? Hey, if you'd like to contact the show, maybe tell us your favorite point guard of all time. We would love to hear from you. Email us, dailydosesports at gmail.com or reach out to us over on Twitter or Facebook. Both of those handles are at Daily Dose Sports. Maybe you've got a suggestion. Maybe you've got a question. Maybe you have a certain subject you would like us to tackle here at The Dose. Feel free to reach out. We would love to hear from you. Also, be sure you stop by tpublic.com where you can pick up some of the Daily Dose gear that is actually available over there. They have t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, a number of Daily Dose items over there. And you know, Valentine's Day, it is creeping up on you really, really fast. What better way to convey your love than with some nice daily dose gear from tpublic.com? So make sure you stop by over there. Hey, we've got a lot to get through today. As usual, we do have a couple of sports news stories coming out that we want to touch on. But then we need to finish up our roundtable conversation with some friends of the show as we got together on Sunday after Super Bowl 53 and we discussed a number of things concerning the NFL. We're going to get to that in just a few minutes. But first, got a couple things coming out in the world of breaking news, and let's start off in Major League Baseball, where Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association are discussing potentially drastic changes to the on-field game. Oh, get ready, people. Big changes are coming for Major League Baseball. Okay. No, I'm not even joking. I'm trying to be serious with you. Okay, as serious as I can actually be about that. Now, there are a couple of proposals that are coming out because league meetings are coming. And here are a couple of the rule change proposals they are going to be bringing to the table. They are saying they are going to be bringing a three batter minimum for pitchers, a universal designated hitter, a single trade deadline, Before the All-Star break, a 20-second pitch clock. Sorry, can't help but laugh at that one. The expansion of rosters to 26 players with a 12-pitcher maximum. Draft advantages for winning teams and penalties for losing teams. They are also looking at a study to possibly 
even lower the pitcher's mound and a rule that would allow two sport amateurs to sign major league contracts. Now, like I said, owners meetings are going to be beginning later this week. Spring training starts next week. And so I think major league baseball is looking at, Hey, how can we improve this product? Some of these changes, I would say many people in baseball look at as, Hey, this is a change in a good direction. These would be some beneficial changes. We can argue each one of these rule changes. We can look at each one of them and break each one of them down and say, would this be good or would this not be good? But here's the problem. Every single year, we keep hearing Major League Baseball saying, hey, hey, we're going to make some major changes this year. Get ready. We're going to roll out some big changes. They never do. They don't ever do anything. They say that they're going to institute a pitch clock. That's never happened. Do you realize that's already on the books? That's already a rule. We've talked about it here on the show. There is already a rule in place that you must throw a pitch after, I think it's 24 seconds. When has that ever been instituted? They don't do anything. So they can talk about this nonsense all they want to. Nothing is going to change. Oh, they might add some little menial rule changes, but they're not going to make any major changes because the Players Association will cry about anything. And Major League Baseball in general is so hesitant to embrace any sort of change Don't expect any changes whatsoever from that league because they're not going to happen. They talk about them every year. They just never do them. And then they come back with, well, you know, we actually think our game's pretty good. Okay, if you think so. I mean, don't worry about those TV ratings or anything. Don't worry about people not going to the ballpark. You just keep telling yourself you're just fine. Hey, let's switch over to college football. Got a couple of stories coming out in college football I want to talk about. The early signing period for college football actually took place back in December, but the official signing day finished up yesterday, and it went probably, well, exactly like you thought it would. The Alabama Crimson Tide keeps the top spot, despite the fact they actually had two top 300 commits flip to other schools yesterday. But the Tide, they are saying, are still going to pull 24 of the top 300 commits. And Bad news for everyone who's not in the SEC or if you're outside of SEC country because I'm just looking at these rankings right now and the SEC had quite the haul. Take a look at this. According to ESPN, Alabama had the number one recruiting class. Georgia came in at number two. Texas A&M came in at number three. LSU is number seven. Florida is number nine. Auburn comes in at 13. Tennessee actually has a pretty solid recruiting class. They come in at 14, South Carolina 17. Wait, we're not done. Ole Miss 22, Arkansas 23, and Mississippi State 24. That is 11 of the top 25 recruiting classes all going to the Southeastern Conference. Now, I know these rankings are hardly scientific, and I'm not going to put too much into them. I'm not going to spend that much time looking at them or thinking about them. And you know, you can expect over the next few days, some of these will still jump around. Some of these will still move around and you'll have some late commits, switching schools or whatever. But it really does look like the SEC just crushed the rest of the country yet again. So if you were hoping maybe in the next few years, you're going to stop hearing that SEC, SEC chant at the end of every single bowl game. Yeah, you might have to keep wishing for a while longer because the SEC once again, is trouncing the rest of the country with their recruiting. I know, I know. You're probably going to hear about recruiting violations in the next few years. You're probably going to hear about some of these schools, Ole Miss, 
Mississippi State getting in trouble and vacating games and all the silly little things that go along with some of these recruiting business. But once again, the SEC is king and the SEC dominates National Signing Day. One other story coming out in college football I did want to touch on. Southern Miss says they will now not hire former Baylor head coach Art Bryles for their coaching staff position after meeting with the former coach about its offensive coordinator job. Despite, bizarrely, Bryles having the public backing of Golden Eagles head coach Jay Hobson. Here is what the school had to say. We have met with Art Bryles regarding a position with the Southern Miss football program. Following that meeting, we informed him that he is not a candidate. The university will have no further comment on this matter. Now, Hobson, the head coach, who interviewed Bryles for the job, issued a statement disagreeing with university president Rodney Bennett. Here's what he had to say in response to this whole thing. I have interviewed Art Bryles for an assistant position at Southern Miss, and I believe he is a man who deserves a second chance. Hobson continued, he is a man that seems sincere and humble in his interview, and personally, he committed no crime. He may not have acted in the proper protocol, but that should be my job at Southern Miss. He was interviewing for an assistant position. He has been banned from employment in college football for three years, and he has been punished. Now, Bryles has not worked in college football since Baylor fired him back in June of 2016. You'll remember they had that investigation into the football programs. How shall we say this? All the raping. I don't know if you remember all the raping that was going on down at Baylor, but apparently Baylor players were pretending that they were like ancient Vikings and just ransacking the campus and raping everyone. That's what Bryles is in trouble for. Now, I want you to think about this. Just because you've been punished, and we hear head coach Jay Hobson come out and say, hey, he's been punished. He's served his time. He should be able to come back in. I want you to think about this in any other job. Let's say you worked at, say, a bank. And let's say while you worked at that bank, you were stealing money. Now, you may be able to get a job somewhere else down the line, but you're probably not going to be able to get a job at a bank working with money. Do you see where I'm going with this? Because Art Bryles got in trouble for just letting his program go nuts and letting his players do whatever they wanted. You want some evidence as to how bad it was? 10 Title IX lawsuits have been filed against Baylor University by a total of 22 women, including 20 who alleged being either sexually assaulted or physically assaulted. And of all of those complaints, four have been dismissed or settled. The rest of them are just out in la-la land somewhere. Nothing has been done on those yet. You're telling me, We should get Art Bryles back on campus with co-eds? No, he wasn't doing it. He wasn't committing the crime. But it happened under his watch. It was his kids. They were the kids he recruited. I don't want my kids going anywhere near a campus that Art Bryles is going to be on. And I've got news for you. Neither do a lot of parents. And that is the way Southern Miss President is looking at this. Hey, I don't want that guy on my campus. Are you kidding? Look at what happened under his watch. You think we're just going to let him come in here and let his players go crazy again? Oh no, we know he can coach. He's just going to have to go coach somewhere else. He can go coach in the NFL. He can go coach 
in another league, but he's not going to coach at our university. And hey, I hate to say it, but I understand it. As a parent, I get it. I don't want that guy anywhere near a college campus because we saw what happened the last time he was there. Hey, also, one last thing. Don't forget that the NBA trade deadline is today. It is 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time that that finishes up. You know, we've seen a few minor deals over the last few days. A couple little trades moving around, a couple of players moving around. You always wonder on NBA trade deadline, are we going to see a monster today? Is there a chance we could see a big one today? So just kind of keep an eye on things. We'll kind of talk about that a little bit more and see if any big pieces get moved. It sounds like the big one that's out there, that big fish, Anthony Davis. It sounds like the New Orleans Pelicans are just pulling him back, sitting him down and saying, you know what? We're just going to let all this cool off. There is no reason for us to make a big move right now. We don't have to make a deal right now. We can wait. We still have Anthony Davis until 2020. We're going to go ahead and wait and make sure we get the best deal. And I totally understand it. That's probably a wise choice not to act too quickly with such a valuable commodity as Anthony Davis. You don't want to just let him get away and just go for nothing. Now, they're going to have to make a deal eventually. But I think it's probably wise that they sit back and wait. Let's keep an eye on the NBA trade deadline today and see if we get any big moves. Doesn't it always seem, though, like when there's all this talk about the big moves, that's usually when the big moves never, ever happen. It's those ones we never saw coming. Those are the ones we have to watch for. Hey, coming back, we are going to be finishing up our roundtable discussion with longtime friends of the show. Mike and Larry recapped the Super Bowl with me. And when we get back, we're actually going to begin to look forward to next season and Super Bowl 54. So on Sunday, after Super Bowl 53, I sat down with friends of the Daily Dose, Mike from Castle Rock and Larry from Centennial. We recapped the Super Bowl game. We talked about the new Pro Football Hall of Fame class. We talked about some of the NFL season end awards that were handed out. We talked about why John Elway cannot draft a quarterback to save his life. Well, today, we are going to conclude this conversation by beginning to look forward to next year. Which teams might be improving? Maybe they didn't make the playoffs this year, but possibly could next year. And which ones were in the postseason this year? and they might be taking a step back. Let's pick up that conversation with Mike and Larry right now. Hey, one last thing before I let you guys go, and, and thanks for doing this whole roundtable thing. I know we, we kind of are doing this right after the Super Bowl game, and it, it just finished up, but we're kind of rolling on and talking some other things. I know it's early, but what teams that maybe made the playoffs next year? Because we know if, if the NFL has anything, it's all about parity. We know next year there are going to be teams that got in the playoffs this year. And we look at them right now and we say, oh, they're going to be in the playoffs next year. No, they're not. What teams could you see maybe dropping off the map and maybe not making the postseason next year? Is there anyone that stands out to you that maybe you're thinking, I don't know, they're going to have some things they got to deal with. And I know that there are a couple teams that kind of come to mind, but is there anyone, because we know, like we talked about, every year we see teams that were in the playoffs last year, they didn't make it. Yeah, We saw it this year. Yeah, We see teams that aren't in the playoffs they're going to make it yeah anybody you can see and i know hey we we couldn't be earlier the game literally just, just over. ended yeah. uh, uh, looking forward to next year that's a pretty deep crystal ball you're gonna have to look into any teams that kind of concern you get into the playoffs next year i think the nfc teams are pretty solid right obviously we know things will change i see the rams dropping off they could I, like we talked they about sure could. i just don't know what's going to happen right yeah they're they've had a lot of success and guys are going to want to get paid and 
again, they got to figure out some things with uh, uh, with our offense. But uh, I, so I do see them dropping off. I see the Saints hanging in there. Do the Saints suffer any kind of a hangover? I don't think so. Think I, they bounce back now with Breeze so. quarterback? Man, yeah, I, I don't know if he I lets think them. He's, he's back and and they're good on the on the AFC side. I don't think the Chargers get a sniff next That's year. That's the one I wondered about. Yeah. I wondered about the Chargers. They, they, they looked like they were going to be successful this year, and you know we kind of they kind of brought it back home. Yeah. You know, in yeah. the in the in hey, the playoff we're, we're going to do but, it, and then yeah, then they go yeah. back to being who we yeah. thought they were. Yeah, Patriots always in it, always in it, and again, I, such it, an easy. Uh, yeah, they got week, week one they got a four game lead in the division. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think with the change at quarterback, I think the Ravens. That was the one I was thinking of. The, the, the Baltimore the, Ravens but, could be in for some. But trouble. were they really in it this year? The Ravens. They won yeah. the division. Well, they won the they win I, the division. I know, but, but did anybody think they were going to contend for much of anything? No, I didn't because I didn't. I don't know. If, I don't know if Lamar Jackson can throw it. I, I know that yeah. they ran and they ran and they ran. They looked really, yeah. really good. But when yeah. you look at the competition they were facing, I don't know if he can throw it. And I promise yeah. you, defenses right now are already. As much as we're looking into the crystal ball, yeah. NFL defenses are saying, "Hey, next year when we play the Ravens, look at look, look at what the Chargers you. did. Yes, well, and, and they, they came they up took with him the away. Perfect game plan. So, so I can totally see the Ravens winning the division next year. Well, because we don't, don't know what else they have in that division, right? But I still don't think that, like anybody expected much of them. So yeah. I don't the drop. I, I'm not sure. I under I are they going to be? A, as, are they going to be a playoff team? You you think they they're still back in it? See, I think I think teams may make things tough for the Ravens. I I could see the Ravens having a tough season. I can see them somebody's got to win that division, right? Yeah, and that's the, that's the confusing <laughs> part. We're gonna we're gonna get to that in a second. You know, the one other team that I wonder about, and and the only reason I'll say this is just because history backs me up. The Dallas Cowboys are five hundred team. Yeah. Now maybe five hundred is good enough to win that NFC East. I don't know. But I could see the Dallas Cowboys taking a little bit of a step back too. And we are already hearing Jason Garrett yeah. not being renewed. Didn't renew him. I, I don't know. Maybe the Dallas Cowboys take a little bit of a step back next year. They're an 8-8 eight eight team. I, I see they, them every, eight eight. every single year. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe they fluctuate up, a little up, a little down, but they're always right around 8-8. Eight and, eight, and I don't know if that's good enough to win that division next year. Right. What about teams that didn't make the postseason? Is there anyone you could see being better? than they were this last year and pushing their way into the postseason, whereas this year they didn't make it. No. Nobody, nobody's Because <laughs> I've, I've got about five teams. I, I, yeah, I, I, I was going to say, you, you, you've got to come up with some because there is always, always new blood. Five, there's, sometimes there's, there's always new blood. teams yeah. that, that are turnovers. We always like to think that the Titans are going to take the next step, or at least Why I do. Why can't they? I don't know. I don't understand that. They have the, a good defense. They have a good running game, but their yeah. quarterback is always leaving on a gurney. Yeah. Okay. If they could just so, keep Mariota healthy, okay. so I'm not I would think the Titans would be right back into that Left thing. field. Left field. Left field. Cleveland Browns. Well, yeah, and that's the one I was thinking of because we saw what they were doing down the stretch. We well, don't have again, we don't have any idea. If you can, if you can be 9-7 and seven that, in that. In that division, they might be right there in right. it. Now, now Cleveland, for Cleveland standards— you know, they made a well, they major... they won the Super Bowl this year. They, they, they won major, seven games, and that's as right, much as they've won in right. the last, what, 20 years? Throw years. And, and so I, I wouldn't disagree with you. I mean, I can see them winning. Yeah. Because if you're playing Cincinnati and if you're Pittsburgh with that and Antonio Brown, yeah. you know, and the Ravens... And the Ravens we're not sure about. Right. So, you know... Yeah, they're going to be... They should be right in. Now, yeah, we, don't know, we don't know what why Freddie not? Kitchens is bringing to the table. We have no idea. <laughs> 
what Freddie Kitchens has. And you know what? Neither does he because he's never been a coach. So it's all brand spanking new for them. Do the Packers sneak back in? Well, you have to wonder because no. Aaron Rodgers no. has been – I don't want to say he's been terrible, but he has not been able to lead that team into the postseason the past few years. There's something going on there, man. They they just don't. Like, they haven't. If they they didn't produce over the last two years, and I get they were depleted, you know, in the the wide receiver spot, but I don't see that, you know, unless something happens in free agency. I don't. What are they going to do to kind of correct that? Well, they went and got Jimmy Graham this year, and it didn't. No, and they have a new coach now, too. So, see, but but this. Scenario: This Green Bay Packers team is what gives me hope with Patrick Mahomes. Because if you pay your quarterback that much money, you don't leave anything else for anybody yeah. else. Look That's what happened true. when they paid Flacco. Yes. Yeah. All of a sudden, the Ravens are gone. And now, we they, they pay Rodgers, and all of a sudden... When was the last time Matt Stafford made the playoffs? Right. Yeah. Never. Never. And but what, they're not overpaying him, are they? I, yeah. I just think it's bad management. Well, I think it's both. I think, they're, yeah. I think he's... It's not even that they're overpaying him. You have to pay him. your quarterback. You have to pay him. That's but, today's but NFL. Look, if you don't have a $25 million quarterback. Except well, for right. who? Except for who? There's one guy that every year says, no, no, no. I don't want that money. Get me yeah. some help. And it's Tom freaking Brady. Yep. And magically, they're always pretty good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. You yeah. better have a quarterback that has the sense now, to say, the, hey, I don't need the extension. I don't need that stuff. I need help. That's okay. what I need. Right. The, the 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 one team that maybe you were going to bring up, but I kind of forgot about, were the Vikings. The Vikings are another team that I thought about because solid on team. paper, solid the Minnesota team. Vikings should be right there. Yeah. Now, I don't know if Cousins is the answer. I don't either. He's yeah. an expensive answer. I don't He's think, really expensive. Well, again, you allocate X amount of dollars to your quarterback position. Yeah. Whether it's your starter and your backup. Or, you know, but you have, you have a number of dollars and, and I don't think any team is exceeding it because they, they're looking at the spreadsheet just like anybody else. Sure. They have, they put this much money for their quarterback and they spread the rest around. Yeah. But, uh, the Vikings underachieved. Sure. They for do. sure. So next year I would expect them to make a leap. Do the Niners break through? No. See, I think the Niners have a lot of holes still. Yeah. I think they still have a lot of things they got to figure out because even before Garoppolo went down, that defense is bad yeah that defense is really really bad they yeah. better beef up a few other things the problem for them and mike brought it up before that division you've got the rams and you've got the seahawks who would who are not just you know falling off into oblivion like we all kind of thought no the seahawks are going to be right there again Bingo. i know russell wilson is due an extension we'll see how they handle that but that might be russell wilson's the kind tough. of guy though that will say i don't want tom it. brady kind of guy yes he's like hey I want to win. I want to win. Yeah. Get me help. Yeah. I don't care about this extension, or I don't care about being the number one paid. It doesn't make any difference yep. if you're and not they, And winning. they rebounded this year, right? Um, wow, they played they, well. They, it was supposed they, to be a rebuilding year, and they made the playoffs. They, yeah. There you go. Did yeah. really, and we're right in that game with the Cowboys in that playoff game. Yes. They could have they they won that. that but, yeah. You know. They're right there. They're going to be you know tough again. The only other teams that I wonder about, and, and maybe I shouldn't wonder about them, is someone like Atlanta. Again, they look like they have, a, they have so a ton much of offensive talent. talent. Why yeah. can't they score in the red zone? I don't understand that they end up kicking field goals. You just lose <laughs> confidence. You, Something, you, you, you know. And Matt Ryan, he looks like he's really good. He has a he's ton a good, of help around him. He's a good quarterback. I mean, just I mean, they, they retained their through. coach, right? He was on the yeah. fence. They yeah, were on the they fence about him. him they, for a little bit. they fired all the coordinators, but yeah. they kept him. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, it right? will because the pressure's all on him. 
I don't know how that works, but yeah. Carolina, Carolina ain't gonna be any better. Maybe. Is Newton even gonna? Well, be, see, that's the, the thing. That's a big thing. They may there. There's talk. They may hold him out next year. Well, shut him down at the end got of the, the year. He yeah. just had the mm-hmm. shoulder the surgery. Shoulder surgery? Hey, shoulders are tricky. So McCaffrey's going to play quarterback? Yes. <laughs> I'm down with that. <laughs> they're bringing Hometown back, boy. They're bringing back Jake DeLome. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. maybe. They don't have a lot of choices. Maybe Stephen Burline is going to be suiting up for the Panthers next trade, year. Trade like Casey Keenum over there and get bring, something in return. Bring a Christian McCaffrey here. Yeah. Take a bag of chips. Yeah. Canned ham. Uh, I, th- I think the Broncos have a lot of. I, I, I want to put the Broncos on this list, but I can't. I see no reason no. to. They're eight and eight, nine and seven at best. Best. Yeah. And and you hope that they go about rebuilding this team on the field the way that they should. And let's we talked about it earlier. Let's beef them up from the football out, and then let's kind of see where the chips land. And maybe in twenty twenty, this you is go make get a, or break, right? So this is make or break, right? You we would certainly think so. We haven't talked a lot about you know the ownership situation and and Ellis contract and Joe Ellis's contract and you know John Elway's contract. Yes. Well, yeah. So uh, those are up in three years, and is this the last stand? Like, are they really trying to like build for the future? Or win now because those are two completely different things. I, I, it, I get the feeling they're trying to win now, and here, here's why: is they brought in <clears throat> Fangio, <clears throat> just got offense or defensive coordinator, <laughs> you know, uh, assistant coach of the yeah, year. I think, I think the, year. He, the defense is going to see an uptick, and I think the only way they could have got him was to give him a promotion. He was already defensive coordinator. So they had to make him head coach. Yeah. I don't know if he was the actual first. I, I, first, first, first I, I think he's going to be a great head coach. I, I think he'll be okay. I, I, I think he'll be all right. I don't think there's. I a, like the idea that we went outside the box and just didn't hire someone that met Sean McVay once. I had a couple well, of coffee after, with him once, and, right, and I don't know why yes, I didn't get the job. You should have so. got the job a- after tonight. <clears throat> a- absolutely <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, excellent point because like, all these teams that went and did that. Hey, we're going to go hire the next Sean McVay. Do you want him now? <laughs> Because I don't know if everybody's feeling that way this morning. Right, right, right. Wade Phillips as a head coach could score more than three points, right? <laughs> Honestly. That so, so I think there's a lot of questions out there. And, 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 and they really do have a lot to do with the success of the Broncos in next year. But do players want to come to the team? Uh, because of the ownership situation and yeah. the instability, it's unstable, right? It's, it sure feels unstable. There's yeah. nothing stable about what's going on here. No. John Elway, I think, is doing his best to kind of just keep things together, be the face of the organization, but but without an owner who's right there with you. And and uh, you know, Ellis is not the owner. He's not the owner. Right. So it, well, it, I, it it appears to me that that Elway's gearing towards the short term yeah um, and 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 try it, to win it, now it, it's it's for his own doing because he's only going to be there short term right because if if you know if you're if you're looking long term and rebuilding you're ripping down to the foundation and getting getting assets for your best players sure. and, and things like that the fact that he brought fangio in means to me that all your top defensive players are staying and you're you're trying to keep them. Yes, yeah. you're going to try to love build, the build up your defense. Yeah, I love yeah. the hires, Munchak hire, love it. Well, that may be the best hire. That might be the best hire of the year. Going to get an offensive line coach because yeah. God knows we haven't seen one of those in years. Oh that, sense, that offensive line has been. Let's quit screwing around with like Demarcus Ware as our, our linebackers coach. 
You know, go get go get people that are experienced and can do this job. Find somebody who wants to do it for a full time living. I I love Demarcus Ware, but come on, give me a break. Well, you need experienced guys. You need guys that have done this and guys that are proven. Yeah. Okay. But we're gonna, he was on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. He was good, too. Not okay. We're going to put everybody on the spot. We're going to put everybody on the spot. We're just going to go around the table here real quick. Again, we're kind of doing this uh, post-Super Bowl round table. We haven't done this before, but Larry is joining us. Mike is joining us. Uh, kind enough to sit down with us after the Super Bowl. And it is like this, the season just ended minutes ago. Right now, and, and you can change this. Don't feel like you're married to it. You can change this. Right now, you've got to pick the Super Bowl for next year. Larry, go. Who are you going Super Bowl next year? I go, I go KC. KC. 34. Yeah. Saints. Wow. 24. Us, oh, wow. Kansas City versus the Saints. I, I totally were not, was not prepared to do a score. No, um, I wasn't either. I was asking the question and I wasn't. Don't feel the pressure. I mean, just. No, he just put one out there. Mike, you got, you got a Super Bowl pick for us for next year. Super Bowl pick. I I have a hard time going against Kansas City. I think they're going to do enough. With an average defense, they were in Super Bowl 53. Yes. Any argument there? With an average defense. They should have been in it. Kansas City. Don't say 33. No, I'm not. (laughs) Say 35. I'm not going score. I'm not that bold. I, you know, I, you know, I'm going, um, I'm going to go with the Rams. Chiefs, Rams. Chiefs, Chiefs Rams. Rams. Chiefs, Rams. Okay. Missouri. The Missouri connection the, the right there. The old Missouri. The old yeah, Missouri. Yeah, hey, yeah. A lot, as, of, as lot of Rams as, fans are pissed as, off. Yeah. As far as California knows, it's, it's still Missouri. Still Missouri. They have no, <laughs> we have a team. They have uniforms and everything. Yeah. They have no idea. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it our last pick and I am going to go, uh, I'm going to go a little off the board with the whole thing. I am going to go, uh, let's go. Uh, why do I, why am I picking against? I'm just going to go Patriots again. I'm yeah. going to have them facing the Bears. I'll go, I'll go Patriots Bears mm. next year in, in wow. Super Bowl 54. Yeah. We'll, we'll go a little out. And you know what? You know, that's going to change by the fall. You know, we're going to talk ourselves into more foolishness and more nonsense by then, but sure. Hey, there'll be, there'll be a, I honestly had Bears on the mind, but yeah. I think losing Fangio may affect them. That quite could a bit. hurt them. And Ooh. and also we <laughs> they can't, anybody says Vic Fangio. We yeah. just yawn. Ooh. We just throw out a, a good old yawn. <laughs> and also we are pretty sure they don't have a kicker. <laughs> so that might end up being a problem. But we'll worry about that when they get to it. We're not gonna worry about that right now. Hey, we haven't ever done the round table couple you know, different people on the mics at the same time. But it was really, really fun to do this after the Super Bowl. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Larry, for stopping by, doing the Daily Dose right after the Super Bowl. Fun to do a live show and fun to have, you know, a couple people on the mic. We got to do this again, though. Love it. You know, maybe we do this for the draft or we do this for for something else as we go into next season. But, you know, even think about something over the summer where we could sit down and and do this because this is really fun to do. Get different thoughts on it and, and put, you know, different ideas out there. Really, really fun to do, though. Thank you guys both for stopping by Thanks and hanging for out with the Daily friend. Dose. Yeah, absolutely. It was, a, it was a pleasure. Yeah, it was a lot of fun doing a <clears throat> three-way. Well, that was completely <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> hey, tomorrow on The Dose, we will be previewing the very first full weekend of this new year without any sort of football. Well, sort of. And we're also going to have a Daily Dose Top 5 for you so you know you need to stop by and tune in for that. I have to say thank you all so much for listening to the Daily Dose every day. Thank you for the feedback. 
Thank you for the questions. Thank you so much for the suggestions. And thank you for sharing the show. It is all very appreciated. Make sure you stop by tpublic.com and pick up some of that Daily Dose gear that you know you need. Hey, thank you so much to Larry and to Mike for stopping by and talking NFL with us. We enjoyed your visit. That was really fun to do that. Have to do that again sometime. Have to say thank you to JSP. Could not do any of this without you. I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great Thursday.